0: the uh, Siamese herring experiment.
1: Hello, Brian. It's great to catch up with you again for this uh, Thursday evening podcast. We do 14 times a week. Uh, I've had a brilliant week, Brian. I've been at the beach. I've been rolling the sand. I've got it in every orifice and up my nose. And I love that way of life now, Brian. How
0: about you? How have you been going with the last week or so? Oh, I'm glad you've had a great time at the beach, Brian. Me, personally, I've had a very, very uh, entertaining week. Uh, as you know, my uh, colostomy bag burst uh, last week when I was at the cafeteria at Bayard's. Uh, made an awful mess, but uh, I've got one of the new ones now. Uh, it's made out of hessian, and I think it should last quite a long time, this one, Brian. I got it on one of those late-night TV shows mm. where I got four for the price of one. Absolutely beautiful. Brian, but uh, I took my new colostomy bag out uh, on the town last night. I took in a show. Wow. Uh, As you know, uh, we've been great patrons of the Wavell Heights Memorial Abattoir over the years, uh, and they've really done it up since the floods. Mm. They've done up the Clem Jones Theatre there. Yes. I took in a sterling performance. Uh, The headline act was the Chermside Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, wow, Brian, that brings back. Fond memories and uh, lots of death scenes. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, the uh, the uh, the world-renowned Tasmanian conductor, Kevin Von Tursky, uh he had done a new arrangement of Vival- Vival- Vivaldi's Four Seasons, Brian. Wow, there you go. A uh, sterling arrangement for trombone and kettledrum, Brian, was oh, a really absolute
1: oh, yes, hey yes. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an absolute feast of entertainment. I had the four colostomy bags you're wearing; none of them did leak or burst. Uh, Sounds like you had a had a bit of a test there. With, the, uh, with all those colostomy bags. I'm sure that they
0: came through with flying colours and lots of bloody uh, secretions. Oh, quite rightly, Brian. But uh, as you say, I needed to have a, a few spare ones, uh, luckily, because down in the mosh pit, mm. uh, it was going crazy, all those elderly folks with their Zimmer frames and the wheelchairs yeah. down there in the mosh pit. It was very ugly yes. there for a while, Brian. But Vivaldi's four seasons, mm. they've rearranged it, and now it's just one season. Oh, yes. Fucking hot, it's so they're keeping up with the times, Brian. The, uh, they are. The, the
1: climate change sceptics sh- sh- okay. uh, have been put in their box, and climate change is a thing now, not a thing of the future. It's here now. It's it's taking a absolute stronghold grip on the Earth and the inhabitants of it and some of the uh, 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 other planets orbiting the sun. Now, that's how much climate change has had an effect on it, Brian. It's actually affecting the sun, and the sun's got a bit of a – a problem now because it used to be the uh, the big mass in the sky, the big shining light all the time, well, during the day anyway. And I think it's having its own problems. From what I'm led to believe, I remember when I was talking to Carl Sagan back in the 1980s, he, oh, yes. he said to me, uh, Brian, yes. that thing up there, you know, it's going to have worries and problems in about 40 years' time. And I said, really? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, all to do with Earth's gravity and its pull and all the idiots that are on it. It's causing havoc in the universe. Yes, Brian. And he said, oh, the Milky Way is going to have to change its name too because it's all going to go like from milky to like a coffee colour. I'm like, really? Is it joking? Yeah. He said, no, I, I don't joke yeah. about things like this, Brian. And I said, yeah, well, you don't. You never joke, do you, Carl? You're a very serious human being. Uh, you've got large testicles and, um, you know, you'll live forever, which he didn't. But anyway, I was wrong on that front. Other than that, Brian, I agree. The uh, the environment uh, has taken a turn for the worst. There's a lot of fire and gnashing of the teeth oh, yes. in the Northern Hemisphere as we speak. We've been discussing it at length over the years. And as we've come to know, we are always right when it comes to the environment. We're always right about the weather. Yes. Uh, we're always right about how much sex is required to make a person very happy. Yes. Now, that's in one of your books. We discussed books last week, Brian. We might move on to something else. But, you know, the uh, yep. the, the reasoning behind all this is that you know, you're a, you're a soothsayer, Brian. You're a prophet. Um, you know, people know that um, when it comes to uh, uh, kind words, uh, encouragement, uh, joyfulness, it's you. It's always you, Brian. You're up there in lights. You're uh, you're in the uh, the elderly part of your life now. But your wisdom and your uh, belly fat is world-renowned. And I, I think you should get
0: a reward for that, Brian. Thanks, Brian. I've been a student of Eastern, uh, Western and Southern philosophies Mm -hmm. for a very, very long time now. Mm -hmm. My great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was actually a servant, a manservant of Nostradamus yes. back there all those years ago. And it, it, we've had some secrets handed down through generations uh, and eons and lots of time uh, that came straight from the, uh, the the philosophical ponderings of Nostradamus himself. Yeah. And that incorporated with lots of drugs mm. and uh, belting your head against the wall yeah. and makes for some great great... great insights and visions into the future. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, Brian, I've been having quite a few visions of late uh, after that fall down the steps, and I can see that the world will, in not so many days, turn into a flaming mass of excrement. Uh, what you say about the sun, the uh, sun's having a bit of a tricky time Whoa. now, uh, and which is a, a bit of a paradox. As the earth gets hotter and hotter, the sun is getting colder and yes, colder. Yes. And the, in the not-too-distant future, they'll change jobs. And uh, if we're lucky, we can uh, escape to the Mars for a little bit, a few of us, uh, and then uh, then uh, we'll be off to the Sun eventually, Brian, to uh, resettle that. Yes, I, I, I believe that's
1: correct, Brian. I know um, Elon Musk and uh, and uh, that uh, that uh, Kitty from Metaverse, he's right into it. Uh, what's his name, Nigel? Nigel somebody. Nigel me off. Yeah, that's him. They're all uh, they're all into it. They're all onto it. They're going to. Uh, have like a uh, massive uh, star-chasing orbiter, some sort of like um, zombie mobile or something like that. Uh, And I reckon, uh, you know, the tickets will sell out for that within probably about five minutes. I can imagine that people will be online forever hitting um, mute and forever hitting enter and forever hitting the backwards button. That's what I do when I get online when I want to buy tickets to something. Brian, I just keep on hitting enter, enter, enter. And I yep. always get pushed back the line a bit, but oh, okay, I persevere. Um, and the reality is, Brian, that you know, if we were going to make uh, head roads against this uh, environmental cataclysm that is uh, climate change, we're just going to leave. It's time to go. We've had enough of this planet. It's yep. bloody buggered. Yeah, uh, yep. we've dug up everything. Uh, we've eaten all the food. Uh, but yep. we haven't killed enough people yet. Maybe that's what we're going to do. A few more trillion people and that'll be it.
0: Be it's time now, Brian. We've had this technological revolution uh, and it's brought us to the brink of Bitcoin And uh, artificial intelligence, which is uh, really a travesty, Mm. it's a farce, Uh, no one knows what's going on, it's all fake news, and technology's really brought us to the brink of insanity. So I think the only way to remedy this is to bring back the good old human sacrifice, overpopulation being what it is, and uh, politicians being out of control, Uh, a good old uh, human sacrifice will uh, help to... Bring things back into order yes. and calm. Yes, I agree. And as old Uncle Nostradamus used to say uh, back in the day, you can't burn enough people to uh, help out our God mate up there in the old uh, heavenly universe. Yeah, that's it, Brian. And I think we can we can talk at length about this because it's very
1: um you know it's very important. But oh, I think we should move on to something else that's become very uh, very important in today's world uh that um. <clears throat> We went to an event uh, during the week. Uh, it was uh, held in uh, Moscow, of course, and it was to do with the induction of uh, war criminals into the Hall of Fame. Uh, now, y- you and I were blessed to be uh, sitting next to uh, Vladimir Sputum and a couple of other yes. uh, henchmen, and uh, it was great to see uh, old Vlad was finally inducted into the the notoriety he deserves, a, a proper killer and uh, abductor of children and a yes. uh, war criminal. Now, there's people who say, oh, I don't think he deserves it. And we go, oh, he's been deserving of it for years, years and years and years. For years and years. He's, he's actually going to be uh, inducted as an immortal. At some stage into the hall of fame, yes. Uh, but besides him, it was great to see Boris Johnson get a gig as well. Like he was, uh, he was inducted as the player of the year into the hall of fame. Uh, he likes to create a lot of havoc. Or he did. Yes. He's still trying to. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's he's always been a goer. Oh yes. Uh, you know the the old guys. You know they bring up some of the uh, old video tapes of you know they had Hitler there, Goering. Uh, Goebbels, yep. uh, Spear, and uh, yep. the thing is, is that that brought back fond memories for a lot of people. Oh, yes. we, uh, we were sitting next to a couple of Jewish people, yeah. and uh, they were a bit upset. We said, look, it's okay. Um, yeah. you know, they're all dead now. And we've, we've sorted them out. Yep. And they said, I oh, this shouldn't happen. I said, look, it's a free feed. That's what we're here for. Uh, you know, we had mongoose and salami sandwiches to start with, oh, yeah. and then they brought out the killer whale for dessert. Now, that to me was just a bloody knees up, nosh up that I'll
0: never forget, Brian. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic, Brian. Yes. Uh, 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 now, Brian, uh, just on that point uh, about the Jews. Now, I know that they've been uh, they've been waiting for a long, long time to have a war criminal of their own. And uh, uh, they can't get a break, the poor buggers. So they've been actually uh, protesting and uh, writing lots of letters and emails to the head of the war, crime, hall of fame, tribunal. And they want to get the rules changed that the uh, the terms of engagement, the terms of a war should be sort of uh, watered down a little bit uh, and just make it uh, atrocities to uh, humankind. Uh, and if they can get that through, well, then they'll have a, a, quite a number of people that should uh, qualify to go into that hall of fame. And I think the front runner is Johnny Wiesmuller. Uh, for all the young kiddies out there who don't know who Johnny Wiesmuller was, He was a very, very, very big, hairy Jew, and he starred in a lot of films. He was a big Hollywood star back in the day. He started off as an Olympian. He was an Olympic swimmer and an Olympic concreter. And he finally made it into uh, Hollywood and made a number of Tarzan movies. And uh, as we will uh, attest, they do uh, stand as fine examples of atrocities to humankind, Brian. So I think they might get their uh, Jewish war criminal after all, Brian, just with a bit of relaxation of the rules. I think you're well right there, Brian. I think
1: his time in... um the, uh, the jungle with Cheetah, the monkey, oh, yes. uh, whatever it was, those the animals that he used to uh, do a lot of uh, caressing of and eating, uh, you know, swinging through the trees. He was a big Adonis sort of chappy. He was all oiled up all the time. I think he worked in a fish shop during the week and he'd do, uh, yes. do his acting work on weekends. But he was always covered in oil and grease, and they called him the Greek greaser. Now, I don't know where that came from. It probably came out of my head. But the, the reality is, Brian, is that he, he became a well-known personality. Yes. Uh, he he, yeah. he used to kill her, yeah. a burger. Uh, he'd, go, he'd eat it so fast, they'd go, geez, you killed that? He did. And people would go, geez, you're a, you're a bloody, uh, you're a bit of a criminal. And it stuck. And he became a bit of a cult figure uh, around the traps. Um, you know, A lot of people wanted to be like him. They wanted to grease themselves up. Uh, they wanted to walk around semi-nude. He never got nude enough for me. No. But geez, I tell you what, he had a big slong on him, Brian. I know there was one time there, uh, a few of the outtakes yeah. when he was uh, flying through the air. He forgot to put his jocks on, uh, and this massive amount of tackle yes. just fell out. No. And he no. caught himself uh, on a on a branch. Now, I've never heard a man scream so much in my life, right? Luckily, the uh, first aid attendant had uh, warm hands and they, they packaged it all up and it uh, went about his, his way. Now, he's just a professional. Uh, most men or women or children who had their testicles caught in a branch would probably uh, have to go to the emergency room or, or some sort of like asylum to get some solace. But he soldiered on. He did. And that's why we see him as a, a soldier of fortune. Yes. That's why we see him as a war criminal. Yep. And that's why he belongs in there, Brian. Well, I'm glad you brought Johnny Wachmuller up because uh, he was a hero of mine when I was about 35. And now he's dead. And he's still a hero. Brian, yep. he's a legend.
0: Yes. I'm just waiting for the uh, the reanimation to really kick in. Yep. Uh, if we could reanimate Johnny Wiesmuller, I think he's got a lot to to to, to, to show the world. Uh, he's one of these old-style characters, full of morals, uh, full of vim and uh, vitality. Yep. He's, as you say, he's loincloth. Every film, it just got bigger and fuller and fuller and bigger. Uh, he was a giant amongst the men. Do you know what I mean, Brian, uh, yep. there in yep. the loin stakes? Uh, And he could really show the binary, -binary, non-binary world Mm. what being a real person of colour is.
1: That's true, Brian. Absolutely right. Now, one of the things we haven't touched on uh, that's happened with this uh, Walker Hall of Fame is that um, the new president was elected uh, while we were there. It's just great to see Julie Bishop is back in the fold. Yes. Uh, She was to be Prime Minister of Australia. She got kicked out. She was probably the best foreign minister we've ever had since Andrew Peacock. And to see her as the president of the War Criminal Hall of Fame now, she stepped up. And she's got uh, her sights on other uh, despots and uh, mutilated characters through the world. I know she's going to visit North Korea to go see Kim Jong-un and talk him into entering the race as a... uh, a nominee next year, and I, I look forward to that, Brian. I, yes. I want to see all these hamlet, bloody countries, yeah. the people who live in there and, and do all their stupidity yeah. up in the spotlight. Don't do it behind closed doors like you normally do. No. Come out into the open. Yeah. Look, the gays came out of the closet years ago. Now you've got the people who want to um, change you into uh, somebody else or become another species. It's about time the despots came out and showed their true character absolutely uh, people love characters braun as you know we've been talking about characters all our lives you know yes. from uh you know what the likes of like spencer tracy that yes. we used to uh drink a lot of alcohol with marlon brando who oh, yes. we used to use him as a punching bag yep. and, and obviously your antics your sexual antics with Marilyn Monroe. Yes. now we love those characters braun mm-hmm. we don't care if they're male female Uh, They live upside down in caves. We just don't care. No. You've got to respect these uh, people because what they do, Brian, is they give the world some dignity. Yes. They give the world some absolute uh, laughter and cheer. Oh, yes. And some of them, some of them, as you know, Brian, have got a dark side. Oh, yes. Now, we love our dark creatures. We love our dark things. We love the critters that get out at nighttime because we're basically – We're uh, what you would call night stalkers. Yes. Um, That's what we would call when we were younger. They used to say, what are you stalking around at night time for? And we'd go, fuck off, we're Brian and Brian of the herrings. They go, "Ah, geez, okay, yeah, I forgot about that. And it's amazing how things catch on in the world. Everybody wants to be a stalker now and everybody wants to be out at night time, you know, doing their uh, nocturnal activities. And I think it's be applauded. I think that all these uh, award nights should be held outdoors at night time. Yes. No lighting, of course. Maybe just have the old uh, night vision goggles on. Oh, yes. Um, But, you know, that's just me being old school, Brian.
0: Yeah yeah you're quite right Brian uh, the the stalking game isn't what it was unfortunately no. like most things uh, a lot of people do their stalking fire uh computers social media yeah. internet uh TikTok Twitter all that sort of stuff yeah. but you can do that sort of stalking anytime day or night yeah. night or day but You're absolutely right. You could hide in the shadows. You could sneak up on people. You could look into people's bathroom windows, bedroom windows. You could climb on roofs. You could get around pretty much willy-nilly. And uh, the cover of darkness, it's a wonderful thing. I've always loved it. It's been one of my favourite outfits to wear. But uh, it's really gone out of vogue these days. And it's a shame. We need to bring it back. There's a lot of things that we need to bring back, Brian. And that's just one of them. I agree, Brian. I
1: think the thing is, and most people don't even realise this because we've, uh, we've, be- we've kept our humility going, but we-, we decided to give up smoking a long time ago Yes. Uh, because of the fact that we were told it was probably no good for our sex life. Yeah. And-, and we found that the best way to do that was to go out at night. And when you're stalking, you don't want that little red glow giving you away, no. Uh, and, and it's sort of become like a health-conscious thing. Yes. Now, I believe people should really, uh, if they're really serious about their health and they want to give up smoking, stalking at night is the way to go. Yes. It gives you motivation, yes. uh, takes your mind off the fact that nicotine's just Coursing through your veins and turning you a zombie. Yes. Uh, and the the actual uh, other part about it, Brian is, as we know, it's okay to be an alcoholic. Yes. If you're a night stalker, it is. Um, you know, we've we've had we've known plenty of serial killers over the years that we've been in jail with, or had seances with, or had picnics with, and they all said, "I, mean, I do my best work at night." Uh, you know, I, I just don't believe that the the, uh, the, uh, the the daylight is for people who are um, going to be doing things that um, are, you know, not good for your health. No. So oh, I just love the fact that, um, you know, there's other people in the world who have our, our same mindset, Ron. I, I think it's good.
0: Yeah, Brian. Uh, the daytime is for uh, your office workers. And uh, the night time is quite rightly for your night stalkers, uh, your serial killers, uh, and your dentists. Now, uh, I think that's a fair old demarcation. And uh, you're either a night person or you're a day person. And uh, it's like uh, Christianity and Islam. They're not very uh, comfortable bedfellows. And it takes a lot to uh, to, uh, to join uh, these two disparate factions together. And it'll never happen unless we bring back Satanism. Oh, yes. Well, we've mentioned Satanism many times,
1: Brian, and we, uh, we're very big on the uh, fact that Hades is uh, not a place to be uh, despised. It's a place that you can go and have a, like a, a day spa at nighttime. Yes. Uh, yeah, Hades is very dark. Yeah. It's a good place to meet people, especially your old mates. You know, yeah. after you've, you know, you've camped out for the last time and you've got to go somewhere for eternity. And, uh, you know, we visited there a couple of times in the spirit world at night time. Yes. And, um, look, I think a lot of people have got to realize now this uh, Christianity thing, this uh, catatonic stuff, the, uh, the Islamic thing, the Buddhism, the, uh, you know, having gravy on your steak is in the past. It's yes. not going to be the thing anymore. The, no. the reality now is, is that um, the darkness is what we've got to go towards. Yes. The darkness gives you uh, vitality. It gives you uh, a better better sense of awareness. It makes you uh, probably what I'd say is going to be uh, the new species uh, of the the future, the night people. Uh, None of this uh, wandering around the streets during the day. The only people who should be on the streets during the day, Brian, is people are picking up rubbish. Now, you know, that's what we need. We need the garbage collectors all during the day because they haven't got night vision. But the other people, all the other people, night time, there we are out there wandering around. Not a zombie-like structure, Brian. No, I, I know. Oh, we know the zombies are a problem. We've we we we've, yeah. look, we've killed enough zombies to know that they're just trouble. Yes. I mean, you know, they're not even stalking. No. They're just wandering around going, no. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. and had bloody cuts on their head and a bit of blood coming out of the side yeah. of their mouth. What's that? Oh, mate, made up anyway. We know it's made up, Brian. Yeah. It was something made up for kitties. Yeah. You know, like on uh, Buffy. Buffy yep. the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Yep. Well, she became a bloody zombie killer. She did. No, she was an attractive young girl. I don't know why she was getting into that. She did a lot of it during the day. I reckon if she was at night, she could have killed a lot of normal people. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, I mean, I don't, don't, I'm don't. i not, not saying that we're here to say normal people should all be, you know, cut up and dissected and, you know, eaten. Well, not at all. But, uh, but I mean, you know, the reality is if they're going to be at night at that in the daytime, they're, they're they're bloody a target. They are. They're a uh, fair game. They are. So stick to night. Yeah. Become a uh, bit of a uh,
0: nocturnal creature. Yes. And get with the strength, Brian. It'll save a lot on power if we go back to uh, doing all our business during the night time. You don't need to turn on the lights. Uh, just uh, eternal darkness uh, will, be, yeah. uh, will be a thing to reduce the carbon loading in the atmosphere. Uh, and I yeah. think that's what we all want, Brian, so what we all need yeah. is a brand new world, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, this is the way to achieve it. I think, Brian. Oh, I agree, Brian. I, um, we've we've we
1: mentioned this in the past, and we've been shot down. People have said you're living in the you know unfuturistic world where you know we've got to ban all these fossil fuels, we've got to turn the electricity on and light up the world. And I'm going well. Fuck off! Look what you've caused, you naysayer wankers. Yeah. You know, if everything was dark and cold, yeah, we wouldn't be in this fucking mess we're in now. Absolutely correct, Brian. You know, yeah, uh, likes of uh, John F. Kennedy, he wanted to light up the world twenty-four-seven. Look what they've done to New York; that yeah. place never fucking shuts down. No. no, now that's a that's where all the criminals live, Brian. That's I believe a, it is. Well, not the good ones. No, just the dodgy ones are out during the day. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I've bloody had enough of it, Brian. I'm sick and tired of bloody even trying to start a new
0: world order. I'm bloody – well, you know how many world orders we've done and tried over the years. Uh, there's been quite a number of them, Brian. We've had uh, many cults get up and yeah. uh, win. A lot of them are on the stock market now. Yeah. Uh, some of our best cults have uh, gone on to be in the top 500 companies yeah, yeah. In, in, in the world. But well, once you get beyond a certain point in uh, company structure, then people just turn into weasels, uh, corrupt. Scum-eating maggots, and uh, that's okay for politics, yeah. but it's not uh, not good for uh, making a productive uh, and happy world to live in, Brian. Yeah. I agree, Brian. I think we've um, we've touched on this subject. We've we've felt it all up, and
1: I think we should move on. Yes, I, I think we should talk about something else that's happened in the last week that we we're having a good old laugh about before oh, yes. we came on yes. air. <laughs> that state of origin yes. that was on last week, uh, you know, for uh, people overseas who live in Germany or yes. America or Antarctica or Peru. Yes, uh, we had the final uh, state of origin, which is. Uh, it's a massive multi-state thing that happens here in Australia between yes. two states, even though we've got nine or ten of them, yes. uh, state of catatonic, uh, state of distress, uh, state of uh, uh, euphoria. They're not involved. No. But the um, the two states, it's Queensland and New South Wales. and Brian and I lovely uh, live in Queensland, yes. which is the uh, probably the uh, premium state of all. And the New South Wales cockroaches, uh, they're always carrying on. That's where Sydney is. If you're from overseas, that's where Sydney's in yes. New South Wales. It's the capital. It's a shithole. It is, and it's full of fuckwits. Avoid it at all costs. Yeah, it's don't go to Sydney. Uh, yeah, it's full of ferals yeah. and would bees if you could bees and wankers. Yes. And uh, the reality is, Brian, as you know, uh, Queensland beat uh, the uh, New South Wales Cockroaches uh, convincingly again yes. on last Wednesday night. Yes. And uh, Wednesday a week ago, I mean. And uh, everybody's happy again. Yeah. And as we've talked about, the game was held at night. Yes. There was no lights. No. And it was a beautiful
0: uh, television coverage, Brian, don't you believe? It was, it was. Uh, the ball was painted a, a, a nice glowing strontium colour and it was a, 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 a match that will go down in infamy. Uh, we've had this state of origin going on here since 1980 yes. uh, and sports-wise, uh, it. Wiped everything off the map yeah. now, the uh, State of Origin, when it comes around every September. Uh, there's 27 matches, and the winner takes all. You might want to elaborate on that, Brian. No, no, you're absolutely right, Brian. The uh, winner takes all, and uh,
1: because uh, Queensland won again, we won most of them, uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, the, uh, the Premier Prime Minister of uh, Queensland, has basically said, She'll be around for the 2032 Olympic Games in Brisbane and the state of origin is going to be a new sport for the Olympics. Yes. Now I think this is well overdue Brian. we talked about state of origin being um, at the Moscow Olympics in uh, 1982 I think it was oh, yes. then we brought it up about being over in um, the, uh, the games in um, Rome yes. no not Rome um, oh, Zimbabwe yeah Zimbabwe in 199246. And um, they just said no. And I we said, but it's at night. And they gone, oh, well, maybe. But now now they've started to think about it. and They're on board. Yeah, they're on board. And old Anastasia, she was at the game, obviously, on uh, third state of origin. She was all dressed in orange, as she usually does, because she's colourblind. When it's a maroon thing, um, but gee, she's looking good. Snappy dresser, her perky breasts were looking stunning, Brian. Yes. As usual, I wish I'd been at the cauldron. I wish I was at Lang Park. Yeah. To be there and cuddle up to her, yep. but obviously I was in bed. Yeah. Uh, because I had COVID again. Yeah. Fourteenth time. Yeah. But gee, she looks gorgeous, Brian. For she a does. middle-aged woman who's got all that
0: uh, pressure on her. And, you know, I just love to see her running the sideline, Brian, waving the flag. Yeah. Uh, She just waits for a ball to come her way, and it doesn't even have to go over the sideline, and she's waving the flag backwards and forwards. And it's uh, totally distressing for anyone watching the game. But I tell you what, as the uh, Premier of this glorious state, she can do no wrong, Brian. And, uh, unfortunately, the game blew out to about seven hours because of her antics. But uh, we can't get enough of it, Brian. No, we can't, Brian. We can't get enough, and and I think next time uh, yeah. she'll be waving two flags on the sideline, and that should make yeah. for a, a much, 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 yeah. much more insanity. I agree, Brian. I think the highlight for me, Brian, obviously uh, when I look
1: it back now at that particular uh, event, was uh, when she was uh, seen dry humping Jonathan Thurston on the uh, the twenty, 20 meter line. Yes. Now. Uh, I mean, that to me is just pure theatre. Yes. Uh, Johnny Thurston, he's a character. And we love our characters, as we've said before, Brian. And he was up for it. He pulled his pants down yep. and uh, he put his maroon um, uh, wig on and he was going, come on, Anna, give it to me, yes. baby. Yep. Now, I didn't know he could sing, Brian. I really didn't know he could sing. Yep. But, geez, I tell you what, she came up and she just wiped herself all over him, yep. mainly yep. around the crutch area. Yes her crutch era, it was probably one of the most uh, stimulating sexual things I've seen two people do
0: with their clothes on Brian. Oh, yeah. The slow-mo replay on that was uh, just sensational. Yes. The commentary was brilliant. Oh, yeah. And Joey Johns uh, managed to get a couple of words out there about it. And, uh, you know, you could tell he was a bit of a bad sport because he wasn't involved in it. It's been a long yeah. time since someone's dry-humped uh, Joey Johns, and he's just a really... Got his knickers in a knot. He uh, cocked a yeah. lot of savaging in the media. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything at all to uh, do that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, even when uh, he's nowhere in sight, the uh, cholera male is want to uh, give him a good touch-up. Oh, I love to yeah. see that, uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully we'll never see him again.
1: No, no, that's right, Brian. I, I-, I believe that um, he went back to uh, Chitney and uh, – he was dry-humping yes. Phil Gould on the on the plane back. Yes. Now, you know, you know he is such an imitator. Uh, you know, he sees it on TV, he sees it there at the game, and he goes, oh, jeez, wish I'd done that first. Yes. And, and uh, you know, he picks his best mate, another fuckwit from New South Wales, in Phil Gould, and does it on a plane flight. Yes. Now, he's got no class, Brian. No. He's got no dignity. No. Uh, he's, he's an exhibitionist, and he did it during the day. If you're going to do something, mate, do it at night. Yeah. You know, like Anna did yeah. with uh, Johnny yep. on the sideline. Oh, yes. Not on a fucking plane flight during the
0: day, you dickhead. No, no. It's just uh, poor showmanship, Brian. Yeah. Just sure. a lack of courage, lack of foresight, uh, a, a, a lack of spina bifida. Um, as far as Phil. Gould's concerned, mm. if we can get those uh, those uh, War Crime Hall of Fame uh, rules watered down a little bit, I believe that Phil Gould will end up yeah. being uh, in the War Criminal oh, Hall yes. of Fame yes. for his uh, his contribution to footballing in Australia. Oh, yeah. Oh, his his commentary is a crime, Brian, as you know. Yes.
1: Uh, he's yeah. been doing it for years now. He's so pro New South Wales. Uh, he's pro himself. Uh, he's uh, basically what you'd call the idiot Ray Warren style of person. Now, I've got my um, things that, um, you know, get on my goat, Brian. And, uh, you know, my goat's uh, the size of a horse. Oh, it's a big goat. And uh, if somebody's going to get on my goat, they better get a fucking stepladder. Yes. Well, this idiot didn't even know to bring a fucking stepladder. Idiot. So, you know, I reckon put him in some fame hall thing, probably burn it to the ground then, I believe, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, with him inside. Yeah, I think you're right, Brian. That's the way to go. I agree, Brian. Yeah. All right, Brian. Look, it's been lovely talking to you again. You too, Brian. It's fine. Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to uh, talking to you next time. I know that um, you've got a bit of a uh, scoop oh, yes. when it comes to Camilla yeah. Parker Bowles, oh, uh, yes. or who's well, she's married to Charles now, so she's Camilla Windsor Parker Bowles. Yes. About her. Um, Her new gowns and outfits that she's going to put on the market, Uh, apparently they're all bloodstained. I I don't know where that comes from, but um, apparently she's doing it
0: for charity, from what I can tell, Brian. Uh, And uh, and tax reasons. Uh, But uh, that's a big scoop for next week. Uh, She's clearing out the closet uh, for a very special occasion that's uh, coming up, and uh, we'll have all that uh, and other news from the entertainment industry, politics, the animal kingdom, and stamp collecting. Uh, next week, Brian. Excellent, Brian. That's going to be great. I'm looking
1: forward to it. Uh, and uh, we'll see you then. We will do, Brian. and edden. edden. Go on you, Brian. and then edden. Edden, edden, Brian. See you then. Now, Brian. Yes? One of the things that's got to be, uh, we, we should have talked, we're off here, aren't yeah. we? Um, you know, we were talking a few weeks ago about um, that, uh, that making that bomb uh, on air. Uh, now, do you really think that we should go through with that? Well, Because uh, I've been getting a lot of emails from people saying they're in. They want to do yeah, it too. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure if we – I'm getting a bit – Frightened, yeah. bro Because I'm getting, I'm getting phone calls from the likes of uh, Daniel Andrews, yeah. the uh, yeah. the Victorian premier, and premier, and he's starting to talk about, um, you know, getting rid of uh, some uh, monuments around the yeah. country that. Yeah. Uh, we, we really like, like Uluru, really like. I think putting yeah. a bomb under that is not really appropriate, no, Brian. No,
0: but uh, that's what they want to do, Brian. It's one right. of these things, you know, you, you come up with a good idea and then everyone wants yeah. to jump on the bandwagon. And uh, before yeah. you know it, you're not in control of the bandwagon anymore. It's uh, no. taking a new direction. Uh big mufflers coming out of the windscreen and uh, people just get carried away yeah. and that's exactly what it's like with this I, know. And I think we should just uh, just tone it down a little bit I agree. I've had uh, a number of mysterious cars parked out the front and uh, I know they're uh, listening in on us Brian I know they're uh, watching us closely I know EZO assholes CSIRO assholes SGIO assholes IOU I know all these government agencies Brian they're keeping an eye on us because they know, they know that the people love us yeah. and they'll listen to us and follow us. I agree, Brian. Uh, and uh, maybe it's just uh, time to settle down into um, some normal sort of serial killing activity.
1: All right, Brian. Well, that sounds good to me. Yeah. I see the Zoom people that are onto us
0: again, yeah, the pricks. Yeah, yeah, i got no idea. They owe us money, and they're just trying to fob us off. Assholes. You know, I'm sorry we invented Zoom now. It's just another one of those bandwagon things that's just been taken over. Assholes. And, oh, I'm sick of it, Brian. People stealing our ideas all the time. You just can't keep up at the patent office these days. That's right. Barry just always leaves the
1: loopholes in there so people can take our take the shine off us and brighten their own thing and i'm fucking over it fuckers me too me too brian all right brian okay brian good on you brian i'll talk to you soon brian will do